Welcome to episode 11, shit, it's episode 11 of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. On this jolly Christmassy episode, uh, I couldn't get Santa or an elf or uh, anyone like that, so you'll just have to settle with my friend Adj. Hello, Adj. Good evening. Doing a wave. Could you, like, do an impression of Santa just to make it, like, Christmassy? Oh, can I do an impression of Santa? That is a question. Ho, ho, ho. It's a bit Brian Blessed, but... (laughs) (laughs) Never going to argue with the Brian Blessed, ever. He's got the voice of kings. He does have a legendary voice. You know how old that dude is, man? Is he really old? I don't know. He's fairly ancient, man. (laughs) And he's climbed Everest, like, three or four times or some shit like that. The dude is an actual legend. That's pretty impressive. I can't even climb the stairs without getting out of breath. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I try not to make it a daily habit. I'll just keep downstairs. <laughs> 2013 is going to be the year of the exercise for me. It's going to be year uh, with a bungalow for me, I think. <laughs> Can't be in the oh, stairs. I like it. Surely bungalows are cheaper if they're, like, smaller. There's no I think so, wouldn't you? There should be half the price if it's half a house. Yeah, I think the price usually drops when the old person who used to live in there dies. Oh, fair enough. Just start yeah, looking for some, like the property value down a bit. <laughs> haunted bungalows. That's what you need. <laughs> you never hear of a haunted bungalow, do you? Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Let's get, on. Let's get to the point. Um, for those like delightful listeners who've not heard of Adrian before, he is uh, a very good friend of mine, a massive nerd, and uh, and he's in bands because he's awesome. Do you want to tell some people about your bands? Um, yeah, <laughs> I could do. Um, I do play bass in two bands, and the manager of which at the moment is Elmo Sex Whistle. Uh, you can check them out at elmosexwhistle.co.uk. You can check them out on Facebook forward slash Elmo Sex Whistle, or just go and have a mooch. We tend to play, I don't know, some people have described it as a cross between Muse meets Duran Duran meets some crazy crap from the 70s. But uh, <laughs> it's all good, honestly. <laughs> It is all good. I've got an EP and I like it. It's got awesome little yeah. sort of 8-bit uh, bits in it which make me happy. 
because I'm a nerd. Oh, yeah. Plenty of Nintendo fans to be had. Oh, man. I was looking at my phone the other day because it hasn't got any noises on it, and I was thinking I might have to have, like, my message tone be the noise that Mario makes when he, like, jumps up on a box and a coin comes out. Hey, now that's good because I've got Mario when he dies. <laughs> oh, poor man. Yeah, it really confuses people when it goes off at work. Got really confused once when I was at home because on my old phone I used to have the Doctor Who theme tune as my ringtone, and sometimes it'd come on and I'd just walk into the living room thinking it was on the telly and I'd want to watch it. <laughs> <Just> realised <laughs> major let down. <laughs> that's my phone, and now I've got to talk to someone. Ass. <laughs> yeah, not as fun as watching Doctor Who. Speaking of which, Doctor Who Christmas special coming up. I know, I know. Or has it already happened? I don't know. No, it's usually on. It's on Christmas Day. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, we're not that far yet, are we? No, we're not. We're not quite a Christmas day. Well, it depends how long it takes me to edit the episode, I suppose. <laughs> it, might, it might be Christmas day, and it may have already happened. In which case, I'll just edit it. Also... It was fantastic, or it was shit, and I'll just edit in the right response. <laughs> but obviously, you being a massive Who fan, I know you're going to be tuning in for that one. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm a bit trepidatious, I'll be honest, but. Yeah. Um, Trepidatious. You can't be using words like that with me. Yeah. Sorry. I haven't drunk. <laughs> I haven't drunk enough wine this evening. That's that's obviously what's happening. Um, oh, come on, get boring. I'm on, on to what you at? I'm on the diet coke. Do you know the only wine I've got in the house is cherry lambrino because I know how to have fun. <laughs> Such a classic. said about what that implies. The better. Classy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, my biggest problem with the, the Doctor Who Christmas episodes is that I tend to be in such a food coma that I don't pay enough attention and then I miss things and then I tend to think the episode's not very good. <laughs> oh, that's why we have things like catch up and on demand these days. Yeah, there is that. I might just watch I mean, it after it's Christmas. It's not as good as watching it as fresh as, as the moment it's being broadcast, but. I think you could probably benefit from just watching it a day later. <laughs> I think I could. Awesome majesty of the snowmen. Oh, man, they look terrifying. But I'll be honest, I haven't watched any of the trailers. I've only seen them in pictures. So, like, do they look... Have you seen the trailers? Um, I did catch a trailer, yeah. Do they look... And the snow were in it for a very brief moment, but I, I quite like the design of them. Yeah, because I like the... Yeah, they were dropped the on the face of creature. Yeah, I liked it from the pictures, but I was just worried that they'd come off looking really, like, shit and unrealistic, like, when they're moving. That's my well, like I said, it was only a brief clip, so they could still end up being quite I hope not. Or maybe I hope they do. I know Doctor Who is quite legendary for having shit monsters. <laughs> That's true. But isn't... I might actually appreciate it. Isn't Ian McKellen voicing the snowmen, or did I make that up? Is he? No, think, that I did I not think know. he is. I'm fairly certain he is, and that gets me a little bit excited because... He's also got a pretty epic voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's a very authoritative kind of... It's not gay in the slightest. No, not even... <laughs> <laughs> Which you wouldn't expect, really. He's not really a mincery kind of mincer, is he? <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. Well, let's say that. I'll, let you... I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I don't think I can be called homophobic because I've got plenty gay friends. It's fine. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it probably just makes it sound worse when you say things like that. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll just shut up now. It's like when people go, I'm not racist, I've got black friends. And you're like, ugh. If you need to quantify your lack of racism, mate, fucking stop it. Um, wow, this episode's taken a turn already. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'll let you off. Well, like, I've got some stuff that I want to talk about, none of which is Christmassy. So 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leap in straight away with something, uh, if that's okay by you. Yeah, yeah, you go for it. Cool. I'm red. Um, you know, Marvel are doing this whole like bunch of new titles that are starting at issue one. Did Did you know that? Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, the Marvel news. Don't know a lot about it. Don't know what I think about it just yet. Well, I I've got to admit, I don't know a lot about it in the sense that I don't know why they've done it and what the point of it is and whether it's like a separate universe or not or what I, I've literally got no idea except that I'm going to give him a go do you think it's got anything to do with the DC reboots and possibly but I think there's still other stuff running alongside it so it's not like a full on reboot like DC not a complete yeah no I don't think they could get away with it I don't think they've got too much stuff and there's no way they'd even try and give any characters like the X-Men or whatever different origins would they I mean, it'd be yeah, too it hard. Be <laughs> <laughs> just, just too many of them. Stop it. Um, but so I, what are you looking forward to? Then? Well, I, I've, um, I've read Deadpool issue one already, which I reviewed a couple of episodes ago. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. But um, so it won't surprise you then that the second one that I've read, that I actually read this afternoon, was um, Thunderbolts issue one. The reason I picked this up is, for a start, Daniel Way is writing it, and he did uh, the awesome Deadpool comics that recently finished. I think he did about 60 issues or something, and he was amazeballs. Um, so here's reason number one. Reason number two is the fact that it's an entirely new Thunderbolts team and Deadpool's in it. So, <laughs> uh, is he heading this team then or something? Who's in it? Um, well, the, the team's it's headed by the Red Hulk, and it's going to be Red Hulk, Punisher, Elektra, Deadpool, Venom, and a character called Mercy who I've never come across before. Mercy. I've got basically no idea who she is, but she kind of looks like Elektra in purple and a bit shadowy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm sure she's I'm Elektra. Yeah, 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 she is. Yeah, but it's um, I've only read like I've read issue one. My only like negative thing to say about it would be that Steve Dillon does the art and I cannot stand his artwork. I, it's really hard really? to say because so many people think he's the shit, but I just think all of his faces look pudgy and unfinished. Like, I suppose that's his style, though, isn't it? <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's just not for me. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm I not. Can't like everyone, I, think I, don't, I don't mind it. I think everybody looks a bit too samey as well. Oh, yeah, there is a bit of... It does seem a bit generic, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, unless they've got a distinguishing feature, like, I don't know, a missing eye or <laughs> a severely yeah, well, disfigured face like Deadpool, then <laughs> then, uh, then it's... Yeah, really... you need the kind of detail to do Deadpool's face. Like that. Mm. Well, they haven't actually showed his face uh, outside of the mask as yet, because the, the first issue centres around General Ross, who is the Red Hulk. Yes. Recruiting everybody. Uh, and it's mainly Punisher that you get to see with little snippets of other people. But it's pretty damn badass already. I mean, it's it's really Who good. Are they going up well, that's the one that you don't know that yet. It, it was literally it. just a recruitment issue, which is odd because you would think okay. you'd need a hint of an enemy for it to be interesting. But actually, I thought it was pretty awesome without it. So yeah, I'm quite yeah, excited. I, to, uh, I think I might have to go and get a copy of it. I think I think you should because it's pretty. It's pretty damn shibby. I just like the idea of a team that's going to have Deadpool on it because how the fuck's he going to work in a team? It's like, have you ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? He'll be like um, Charlie, where it'll just do mad shit for no reason that everybody else has to fucking deal with. 
<laughs> See, now you've told me to watch this before and I still haven't got around to it. Oh, man. But I can guarantee it will be on my download list. It really should be. I think it just... I think it's Series 8 that it's up to now and it's still, like, tip-top quality, which is pretty good for a show that's been going that long. Bloody hell, it's going to give me something to watch over Christmas. <laughs> oh, seriously, I think you'll love it because it is just, like, it's vulgar and it's kind of... Uh, politically incorrect in every way. Genius. <laughs> My kind of thing. <laughs> I think... Uh, while we're talking about Deadpool, uh, I don't know whether you've ever seen on YouTube, there's a series called Superpowered Beatdown. Are you familiar with this? I'm not. You should totally check it out. I'm writing it down. Basic premise of the show. Superpowered Beatdown. Just type that into YouTube. Basic premise of it is they pick two superpowered people and they pit them against each other and they do this swanky little little film of them battling and it's really well produced and everything looks awesome oh, nice. and so far we've had the likes of uh gandalf versus vader that was pretty <laughs> awesome yes i'm doing that oh. seriously you should you gotta check it out and then we've got Lara croft versus nathan drake so we've got a couple of computer game heroes going on there mm-hmm Batman versus Wolverine, I think you might be interested in seeing. Yes, I would. <laughs> now, I'm going to call spoiler on this because you get to vote and then whoever like wins the vote basically wins the fight. Right. And Wolverine just nipped Batman to it. And that surprises Batman... <laughs> me. I thought Batman was like everybody's favourite. Yeah, but um, I'm finding that because they take into account their specialist abilities and skills and whatever. And uh, it just turns out that Wolverine's rock hard. <laughs> Even if Batman is better than him at combat, he can't kill him. There's nothing well, you, you can you do about it. So... keep up with him, would you? Because he heals. Yeah, he heals. He's got ultimate stamina. And, yeah, yeah. He's a deadly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to cross him in a dark alley, I'll be honest. So, yeah, they have a pretty good scrap. <laughs> and, you know, he comes out and stabs him through the chest. It's all over. Oh, sweet. Pretty pretty stuff. <laughs> I want to definitely check it out. But now they're taking votes of uh, who they want to see Deadpool go up against. Oh, everybody. Uh, God, who? So, oh. you know, I was wondering who you reckon, who, who do you reckon should battle Deadpool? That's a good question. Because I'd want it to be somebody from the DC universe just because but De- Deadpool's basically fought like nearly everybody from Marvel anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you really wouldn't want to put him up against another Marvel character. It'd be well boring. DC, a lot of people would want to pit him against Deathstroke, obviously. Uh, but, uh, but again, I think that would be quite a boring matchup. Uh, there'd be too much... Uh, it sounds ridiculous, but there'd be too much in the way of guns. I want to see, like, hand-to-hand beat yeah. guns. <laughs> yeah, I want to see proper combat. scrapping. I don't want to see, like, rifles from afar, that shit. Uh, and I want to see Deadpool taking the piss throughout the whole thing. Yeah, me too. Through the entirety of the match. Oh. And maybe breaking the fourth wall a bit, you know? <laughs> I'd like to see Deadpool versus Batman, but I can't I can't vote Batman now because that's already happened. Oh, well, intrigued. I don't know. They are thinking of bringing Batman back for a few exclusive fights if people vote in with enough ideas. Yeah. It'd so, be funny uh, to see how we deal with Superman. <laughs> be like, yeah. how are you and Deadpool's like yeah whatever so I'll be back in like a couple of minutes give me a sec <laughs> <laughs> that would be so ace you're just gonna love the work on Deadpool 
I could just imagine like Superman being like, why won't you die? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet. So yeah, definitely you should check that out. I will. It's pretty serious. Oh, that sounds awesome. Still in the early days, I think there's only like four or five episodes or something. See, that it's makes me want that Deadpool game even more now. Oh, no, the Deadpool game, yes. No, oh. I don't know if there's been any update on that or if there's been any trailers since the launch trailer. I haven't seen any knocking around. But that trailer just said it all. Man. To be fair. It's almost stupid how fantastic that was because it was just the tone was just absolutely perfect. Perfect. They got it bang on. Oh, I don't know if you saw the video, but they were doing like... Um, it's like a gamer expo thing, and they were doing like questions and answers from the people who were developing the game. Yeah. And like halfway through the interview, Deadpool burst in the back of the room and just takes over. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Oh, <laughs> you was, gotta check it out. Was that the one from San Diego? Possibly, yeah. I saw one from San Diego, and that was brilliant because at one point he climbed up on a chair to make a point and almost fell off and was like, fuck you, chair. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He's a good actor. Oh, man. I tell you what, why hasn't there been a Deadpool film yet, guys? Seriously. You know why? Because they couldn't do it and do it shit. <laughs> They've really got to take their time with this one to make sure they get it right. I suppose. There was, um, there was so much backlash if they get it wrong. True. There was like a rumour not long ago that the guys who wrote Zombieland were going to do it, and I was like, fuck, that'd be amazing. And then they were like, oh, nah. <laughs> yeah, they had enough of that one. Yeah, yeah don't want to play anymore. I was like, oh, I want you to play. Zombieland, that was a brilliant film. Wasn't it, though? It was supposed to be a sequel to that. Really? It was originally penned as a uh, a TV series. Serious? Oh, uh, I can't imagine. Yeah, every episode was going to have like a, a different sort of like celebrity zombie in there, sort of thing. You know, like how they had Bill Murray in the film. Yeah, oh, that was so badass. Wasn't it? <laughs> And they were going to continue that sort of thing throughout the series sort of thing, but I think it just translated better into film. <laughs> that and then, so oh, when, you know, they're developing a Walking Dead series and they went, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no point in even trying. <laughs> what are we doing? Let's make a film. That leads quite nicely, actually, though, onto the fact that I was going to talk about The Walking Dead. Did you it's see totally the mid-season finale, my friend? I did, but if you could recap it a bit... <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. I, the sort of the episode before is kind of bleeding into it in my memory. But it, it was Rick and Co go and try and rescue Glenn and what's her face? Oh, what is her face? Ah, yes, they went in for the extraction, didn't they? They did, yeah. Maggie, that's her name. Fuck, I can't believe I forgot that. Anyway, um, <laughs> and there was all that going on at the same time as stuff going down in the prison. What was going down in the prison? I've got such a bad memory. Fucking hell. Oh, we had some new survivors turn up at the prison. Yes, that's what we did. It was... What was his so we name? helped along by a little kid, whatever his face is. I could, Carl, I couldn't help but like watch that and just think, oh, so you've just killed off a black guy and now you feel like you need to bring another one in? Yeah, good one, guys. Fucking hell. Can we not have two... <laughs> Shit. It was an effective swap, though. Give it two episodes and you won't even notice. <laughs> I was so miffed by that. I was well, not miffed, because like I read the comics and basically everybody dies in it anyway, so it doesn't really matter what colour. Oh, well, yeah, it, it, it's very great. <laughs> it just seemed like it was such odd timing. that like, It's like we yeah. couldn't, couldn't have had an overlap. Exit black guy number one, enter black guy number two. <laughs> like you exit stage left and enter in stage right. It's fucking hell. <laughs> But yeah, the um the, the point I was going to talk about was 
the very end of that episode where the governor has Daryl sort of captured. Ah, yes. And he makes Daryl versus Daryl. Yeah, he makes a big sort of scene of it, and I was just like, this is exactly what I've been wanting to see from the governor because I've had a really big problem with him from the get-go in the sense that... Yeah, the problem is a bit too... Soft. I don't know, he's... Yeah, totally. Being soft, man. Like, yeah, he's a bit of a dick, but Merle is much more of a badass and much more of a douchebag. Oh, he's yeah, brilliant not... character, brilliant. I love him, he's amazing. But the, the governor's just not coming off as very clever. All this, like, fannying about with Andrea is pissing me off because she's like... Yeah, he's... Oh, she annoys the hell out of me she's anyway. <laughs> boring, why isn't she dead yet? But I suppose it's a character like that. But, you know, it, it at least triggers something in your emotional state, whereas, you know, there's not many people in the in the programme that you really want to throttle, but you really do. <laughs> well, I was going to say, for me, it was I, I think I didn't realise how much I hated Andrea until Laurie died, and then I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Andrea again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such, oh, no yeah. more of her. <laughs> yeah, because Laurie just did my fucking Sweden the entire shit in time. It's like, God, yes. <laughs> the sooner you die, the better. We are spoiling the bejesus out of this, aren't we? Well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Um, <clears throat> maybe you should just take a spoiler right at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I think I will. Right, we'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, because the governor, like, I I understand, like, so far, I've understood that he's a bit of a dick. But the way that they were writing him and the rest of the show, like, the whole thing with his daughter and the heads in the fish tanks was coming across yeah. just sort of like him wanting to find out more about the zombies and how they came to be and how to stop them and him not wanting his kid to be dead, which you can totally sympathise with. That's not the character of an utter cunt, which is what he (laughs) should be. He should be an utter cunt. And I had a massive, like, argument with somebody on Twitter about this the other day because he was like, well, you know, the the TV and the comics are entirely separate entities. The TV governor doesn't have to be anything like the comics governor. And I'm like, no, but he should be someone that we hate. And I don't hate him. I'm very, like, indifferent towards him because he hasn't really... It was quite essential in the comics that you did hate him. And he was a ruthless bastard. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe come uh, after this mid-season finale break, we are... Maybe we get to unveil a bit more of the real governor. He's got so. to be pretty pissed off by now. Yeah, I hope so. Because like when um when Michonne went back to attack him, like that really confused me. Because although like she's got no real reason to hate him as much as she does, I can understand her being suspicious of him because that's very much in her character to not trust anyone or anything. <laughs> but like the worst he has done is. He sent Merle after her when she left. Try and send some boys after her. <laughs> yeah, he sent some boys after her. To be fair, that's probably enough to piss you off to get back and kill a guy. I suppose. But the thing is, in my head, I would have been more wanting to go back and kill the shit out of Merle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Merle would definitely. You can best. believe, having met Merle just even just once, you could totally believe that the governor would have sent him after her to watch her. But that Merle took it upon himself to be a douche and try and kill her. Like, you could totally... Oh, yeah. You would not... My mind wouldn't immediately leap to the fact that the governor wanted me dead so much as that Merle felt like it'd be fun to have a fuck around, like, in the woods with a random <laughs> bird. So, like, I, I didn't quite understand why she was... Why she felt, like, such a need to put herself in such a dangerous situation again. But it was pretty cool when she, like, 
No. Yeah, I mean, it's like they've done it just for the hell of it, really, like to kind of tie it in with what's going on in the comic book as well. I mean, in that, you really, she really did have reason to go after well, that, that's the thing. It's like, in the comics, when she goes back, you are there going, if she doesn't kill him, I'm going to be so fucking... You are so behind her. It's almost yeah, crazy. Yeah, there's no doubt in your mind. Because he deserves... You've got no sympathy for him think, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anything, like, you can't even imagine the things that you would want to happen to that guy because of how much of a dick he is. But, like, yeah, in, that's why I'm really hoping that this, like, sort of last few minutes of the last episode is, like, the beginnings of more of a, a dick. <laughs> um, I'm hoping so. If, if it's going the way that it usually goes in this series, it's going to be building it up. Mm. It seems to be layering it up bit by bit with the intensity. And then by the time we get to the actual season finale, you know all hell's going to have broke loose one. I hope so. I really hope so. And I tell you what I hope they do more of as well is Rick being a crazy fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, I, go, I, can't, I can't even... Like, I couldn't take him seriously at first because he was in Teachers. This is a brilliant show. I've never watched it. Absolutely hilarious. Really? You get onto it. <laughs> get onto it, watch it. It's really funny, good British comedy. But um, I couldn't really take him seriously at first because I'd seen him in Teachers. But it was amazing how quickly I took to him being Rick. Yeah. He was perfect for it. He is perfect for yeah. it. I think he's and doing really a lost job. it. Oh, man. I want to see so much more of that because I think that, that one of the biggest problems with these sort of post-apocalyptic shows is that all the people that they, they tend to follow are very strong characters who don't lose their marbles and whatever, whereas probably a good, like, half of the population would just completely crack under the pressure of a situation like that. that yeah. I would Definitely. Have, I would have gone loopy by now, I tell you. So, like, I like honest, that they took... To be married to that. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> to be married to that, yeah. <laughs> that would drive you loopy. Uh, oh, dear. I wonder Between if... Between her and Shane. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that they'll kill off the baby? Is it really bad to say that I hope they do? Well, I do you know what? I kind of hope they do as well, which sounds terrible, but I've got logic behind it. Go on, let's T- see yours. TV programmes aren't as good when people in it have babies because babies are difficult to deal with, especially in situations where like caring for them isn't an easy thing to do. Like, I don't want to follow them trying to find baby formula every other episode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And nappies and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and there's and there's somebody like whoever's looking after that baby is gonna be unable to protect themselves at, at any given time because they're holding a tiny baby. Like <laughs> there's just, it to me it's just too much of a it a baby is too big of a thing to be looked after in this sort of scenario. That sounds horrible. Well I think <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll probably tug with the idea of it and like carrying this baby around it's like weakening the group a little bit but you know they're trying to find some kind of resolve so they can get through it and then just when they think they've got a handle on it baby dies that the baby dies in the arms of like one of the young'uns that's totally <laughs> it, it can't crawl because he's already had to blow his mum's face off <laughs> it can't if, if, yeah. oh my god can you imagine that Awful. I want the to see... two tend to like to drag out the drama a bit, so yeah. wouldn't surprise me. I want to see a zombie baby. Yeah, <laughs> me zombie baby, or like a pregnant zombie. Yeah, and the little baby comes out like an alien. 
like a chest burster. Well, the thing is, yeah. <laughs> if this baby became a zombie, we'd have to at least wait for it to be able to crawl, otherwise it'd be just stupid. But it would it be, be the worst zombie ever. It would be hilarious to see this, like, crawling baby zombie. Like, <laughs> That'd be brilliant. It would pose no threat whatsoever. It hasn't even got to Not be. even a bit, but none of them would <laughs> shoot it in the face, would they? And that'd be the problem. Who wants to shoot a baby in the face? See, now, that's what's worse. Leaving a little zombie baby alive, just like... Just got a little ground. Or, well, you know, shooting a little baby. But, you know, it is a zombie. Yeah. But it would be a moral dilemma, I think. <laughs> this took a rather grim turn, hasn't it? It really has. It really has. We're not very good at this. So I'm going to, like, steer it back towards Christmas. Yeah, come on. Because that's a more jolly thing to do. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to ask you a question. What nerdy item do you really, really want to be under the tree for you this Christmas? Oh, no, there's a question. Um, I saw quite recently a bust of Solomon Grundy. Oh, sweet. And I absolutely fell in love with it. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> sweet. I am, I'm always... It's like my mate at the time going, oh, look, it's the grey hole. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm always a bit iffy with busts because I don't like the ones that don't have arms. They freak me out. Yeah, the ones with no arms are a bit weird. It's I can't be dealing with just a head. Yeah, just a head and some shoulders and a bit of a chest is weird. It's like, where's the... Yeah. I, I just have a statue because then it's whole and I don't have to worry about where it's on. Yeah, yeah, I quite like the statues. But uh, I've got a few busts already, you see, and I'm kind of like adding to the collection. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I own any busts, probably because of my general fear of armless things. <laughs> See, you really would do rubbish in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, I tell you, I would. I'd just get, I'd be immediately eaten. I reckon. I just, you know, uh, that thing that Rich wants to do in March. In, uh, oh, yeah. I still don't know if that's going to actually happen or not. But I'm severely content. Like for those who <laughs> aren't part of our friendship group and don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you should probably film. Yeah, over here in the UK, they do, um, like weird sort of zombie survival nights where basically you go to a city centre and there are actors running around dressed as zombies and they uh, attack you and you've got to basically find your way to different points of the city where you get a clue to the next part so that you can eventually reach a survivor's camp and then you just have a nice big zombie disco which also... Am I right in saying this this lasts all day long, doesn't it? It's like... Um, It kicks off quite early in the day. I think it's something like... I think it's supposed to take about three hours... But I think they have different starting points. They tend to do them at night so that you are in the dark and it's even more terrifying. Um, <laughs> I am... So it's not so obvious that you food yourself? Yeah, probably. I am so scared <laughs> of doing this because even though I know they can't actually eat me and that all they will do is like sort of rub potentially infected blood on me. Did you know about that? What they do is when you get to the survivors camp, if you've got too much infected blood on you, you get made up as a zombie as well and you have to go to the disco as a zombie because you've been seen that I'd just throw myself to the horde. Well I was actually I would love that. <laughs> I'm so scared of getting chased by zombies that I'm considering emailing the people who do it and volunteering to be a zombie for that night so I can chase you guys around. <laughs> <laughs> no, that does involve you having to run around for three hours after everyone else. Yeah, but I'd still get to be. You're totally going to be just moaning. You won't even be able to have conversations. You'll just be like. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> see my zombie noise. I'm getting quite good at it. I, uh, yeah, I think the funniest part would be sort of standing outside nightclubs where people who aren't taking part in this keep walking out drunk and you're just there. <laughs> <laughs> like, Especially if you've got backup. Yeah, there's like a group of, bitches, the of, of us just like sort of shambling down the street with like blank eyes and dribbling slightly. That's that's how I envision the night. Sounds like a normal weekend to me. <laughs> I was going to say, that's just me walking out of a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw me on my birthday. Oh, dear. Brilliant night, though. <laughs> it was good. I, I really blame your cocktail uh, for that, you know. My cocktail? What yeah. would you blame my cocktail? Because, because you put everything that exists that's made of alcohol in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not how you make a cocktail? Well, it's it's not how you make one that if you want people to be alive afterwards. Each birthday, you had to have some medicine. Well, that's true. Have you ever tried the zombie <laughs> cocktail that they do there at the Island Bar? No, you see, that was supposed to be the first thing I ordered, but instead I saw something that was called something like a, a smoky Scotsman or something like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was that but, um, tasted a bit like tobacco? It did. It was great, because I hadn't had a fag. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go for a zombie or a corpse reviver, which are both essentially the same, except the corpse reviver doesn't have pineapple juice. It's just like three different kinds of rum and a shot of absinthe. Wow. There's a reason. I thought you were going to say it's got some kind of energy drink in there or something that would bite. No, no, the zombie has got a dash of pineapple juice and the corpse reviver does not. <laughs> that's essentially all that's in Wow. <laughs> There's a reason they're called zombies. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go back there and order some of these. I think. I think we should definitely go back there. Not that I'm, I'm just inviting myself now because I like cocktails. <laughs> you totally should. <laughs> it was your idea to get there in the first place. That's true. Anyway, back to Christmas. I. Yeah. What are What are you wishing for for Christmas? Well, I tell you what. Like I mentioned this last episode, but my love of all things Ninja Turtle has been totally rekindled by the new Nickelodeon TV show. So. Ah yes, not seen it yet. Seen the adverts. Looks oh, good. Mate, mate. Mate. <laughs> well, I'm filming in on all the juiciness that is. Do you know what? It's just absolutely fucking brilliant. It's the animation's really good for a start. I like it quite. What kind of style we're we going for on this one? It's it was a kind of a mangry kind of look, was it? Yeah, it's it's sort of, yeah. It's it's more um cartoony than the show from two thousand three. Because that was very sort of angular and trying to be a bit sort of yeah, serious yeah, and gritty, fair. wasn't it? This is not like... Still cool. Uh, what, do you know, I've only just started watching that because I failed at it when I was however old I was in 2003. I caught the other episode every now and then and did enjoy it. Yeah. I just I just started watching it because of my love of, re- of turtles being rekindled. The thing that I really like about this is that the humour in it is funny for both kids and adults. Like, there's some jokes in there that totally make me laugh on a completely immature, childish level. Um, oh, yeah. And then others that just make me laugh because they're really funny. And uh, <laughs> it's it's really sad that um, the other day I got really overexcited because I started following Rob Paulson on Twitter, who is oh, the, yeah. it does the voice of Donatello in this series, but he used to do the voice of Raphael in the 80s show. <laughs> yeah, and I've just started following him on Twitter, and my inner fangirl was like, squee, you're following a turtle. That's <laughs> 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 how I am. Did you like the old turtle films? Because I bloody loved them. Mate, do you know what? Those people who rag on the second and third ones need a kick in. A kick in. Damn straight, yeah. They were good. Like, what, what could you possibly not like about turtles in fucking feudal Japan? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Brilliant, man. Turtles in samurai armor is just genius, 
fucking ridiculous. I loved it. Did you see the other day on, I think it was on io9.com, they had an article that's got um, Kevin Eastman is auctioning pictures of designs from the fourth Turtles film that never happened. It looks like a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It looks absolutely awful. Like, um, I don't know why, but for no reason at all, April O'Neil is completely evil and got a knockers out, like... It's just like Nipple City up in there. It's crazy. What was the... What was Is that why you didn't get the go-ahead? Possibly. There's a fifth turtle in it who's got, like, a spiky shell and is clearly a bad guy. Casey looks like a bad, like, 90s... Just a fucking punk mess. Like, <laughs> it's like all the characters just completely changed for no reason between the third and fourth film. <laughs> Well, maybe they did have a reason. And maybe. And reason obviously wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just looking at them, I can see why it never happened, I'll be honest. <laughs> well, they left it on a high note. Three was brilliant, I thought. I really liked it. Like, I know a lot of people didn't and say it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but... Well, yes, it doesn't need to make sense. Samurai Turtles, guys. Fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get how you can not like it. It's like they've travelled back in time. They're now acting as samurai. I mean, shit. This is because I've got a big thing about Japan anyway. I really love like all the like ancient Japanese stuff, and I used to. Speak oh, Japanese. right, cool. Yeah. I'm not I'm not very good at it anymore because I haven't studied for like. You used to speak Japanese. Yeah, I used to. I um, I got to like a. I did about six years of it um studying, but. Whoa. And then I ran out of like uh, funds for actually being able to go, and I haven't I haven't done it for ages. So you could like say some Japanese sentences. Not right now, because no. Because you're out of practice. <laughs> really out of practice. It'd be massively embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it would. Although I can sing a few songs in Japanese still. <laughs> it was really <laughs> well, you sad. Put yourself on the spot now, you know that, don't you? <laughs> it was really sad yesterday because. Um, Rich had his uh, iTunes on random, and we've recently amalgamated our music collection, so sometimes the odd song crops up that's mine that he hates, uh, or vice versa. And um, the theme tune from Death Note came on. I did you ever watch Death Note? Oh, yes, I did watch Death Note. Oh, mate. Tune. I just started singing it, and Rich was like, are you shitting me? You haven't listened to this song for fucking years, and you're just singing it in Japanese. I was like... Apparently so. <laughs> My memory is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like song lyrics. Yeah, of course. What did Rich tell me yesterday? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, selective memory issues you've got there. Quite possibly. I don't, I don't know what it is about song lyrics, but I'm really good at those. But yeah, so I was just having a sing song in Japanese in the living room the other day, which I thought was pretty cool. Japanese music. It's not going to yeah, happen. I used to play this crazy computer game called Katamari Damasi. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know of it. Probably don't bit of a random Japanese game where basically you play this little tiny dude who's from like he's like from outer space or something and his dad is like the king of space and he created the world and everything so the world kind of like blew apart or they've got a black hole or something you need to plug in with this big ball which basically you have to roll around earth and oh, different random items stick to it <laughs> I have eventually to, the ball gets like a little green. sort of green dude like yeah yeah Oh, the little cute really mate. long head. Yeah. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. You end up rolling this ball around, you're picking up people, and then you're picking up buildings, and then eventually you roll up the solar system, and then you plug this hole with it. Brilliant game. Absolutely random. Oh. Makes no sense, and it's hilarious. I like soundtrack. Make no sense. So <laughs> I had to get the soundtrack for every single Katamari, and it's all on 
my MP3. <laughs> so every now and then I get a nice, funky little Japanese tune come on and oh, sweet. I end up singing Japanese. I haven't got a clue what they're saying, but it's brilliant. <laughs> well, that's the other thing as well, is I know the Japanese lyrics, but I haven't got a fucking clue what the translation is. I've got no clue what I'm saying. I could be going, cunty, cunty, cunt, and like, no one would know. I haven't got the foggiest... You know what, sometimes you should go and check out the translations because they are so random. Did you It like, probably makes perfect sense to that. I don't I don't want to be that one who uh, who pulls out the fact that she loves Gangnam style, but she fucking does, right. Have you looked up the lyrics to that song? Um yeah. Translated uh, lyrics. I Man, that song is so fucking cute. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I think the video being so completely crazy and a little bit sort of pervert creepy. I just assumed <laughs> that that song was all like, ooh, you're so sexy and you make me really hot and like that sort of stuff. And it's not even... Hey, them Koreans can dance <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, like, I don't think I've ever had so much fun in my life as as I did Gangnam Styling at Thought Bubbles uh mid-show party you never did <laughs> i fucking did as well and the brilliant thing about it is i met um a delightful lady there called um jenny and i'm gonna murder her surname now and i'm really sorry i don't know if it's jill Blad or gilblad or something completely different that's got like loads of silent letters and it's actually pronounced like john <laughs> um <laughs> but um i met jenny and she's like absolutely fantastic and we gangnam sold totally like loads on the dance floor and she does this by weekly now, hold on does by weekly mean twice a week or once in a week you see this is the issue i have i'm not entirely sure and i don't know anyone who is right well, <laughs> bi weekly makes it sound twice a week that's what I thought, but I'm not sure if it means once a fortnight. Anyway, she does a bi-weekly, uh, <clears throat> twice a week, uh, comic called Genspiration that's just like doodles of basically what's happening in her life. And, uh, and I'm Gangnam styling in the background of one of her panels. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that's brilliant, that is. That's so cool. Um, oh, I need to see that. <laughs> you can just you can tell it's me because of the little glasses and my flapping hair. Um, <laughs> I don't think my hair sat still that night because I just couldn't stop dancing. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that is brilliant. How did we get here? Game <laughs> <laughs> style is a wild bouncy tune, though, isn't it? Do you know what? Like, it's one of those songs that I wish I knew the words to because it's so much fun to like leap around. I want to be singing along as well, badly, but um, I just I, I'm making up lyrics like as I go along because I don't know them. <laughs> You kind of got it, don't you? It's like, what does that syllable sound like? Just say it's this, whatever. And I, I could be saying so much like terrible butchered career. Oh, you could be insulting everyone. I really could, couldn't I? Maybe I won't do that in public anymore. Like, Is he from North Korea or South Korea? I don't know. I don't suppose it matters much. <laughs> I was just wondering. I thought you might know. No. He's recently been given the um, a Guinness Book of Records award thing for having the most uh, hit YouTube video. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Have you said it has been building up momentum because I saw it probably about six months ago and it was just posted up on my Facebook wall. One of my mates posted it. And uh, me and Amitis sat there and watched it and I was in stitches. I could not believe what I was seeing. It was so goddamn crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone I showed it to weren't interested at all. What the hell is this? And then not six months down the line, it's bloody everywhere. You can't escape it. Have you seen the Deadpool Gangnam Style? Yes. <laughs> How brilliant is that? What's hilarious is that I had I actually saw those videos the wrong way around. I saw the Deadpool parody first because basically everybody who's ever heard of me knows that there are two things that I love. 
turtles and deadpool uh so whenever whenever an article goes up anywhere online about either of those things someone will post it to my facebook wall and then so somebody posted the the deadpool parody and i clicked on it and i was like what am i seeing this is a ma- bit where it's on the toilet i was like what the fuck and then rich went you know this is based on an actual music video don't you i was like um no what the shit <laughs> and then we ended up watching it and i kind of got a tiny bit addicted that's a great way to get introduced to it. <laughs> Through the medium of dead. Because that Deadpool parody is brilliant. Oh, mate, it's cracking. I just love the bits where he keeps walking up to random strangers and thrusting his crotch at them. <laughs> the thing is, he would be terrified if, if he did that to me because I would have pounced on him for an attack hug. Oh, yeah. They definitely had to have edited that one out. <laughs> he would have been running away from me in fear. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, that's a tangent. But yeah, how did we get onto Gangnam? I'm sorry about that. I did try to get out a bit longer. Uh, I'll let you off because I love Gangnam Style. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unashamedly guilty pleasure. Have you got anything that you want to review or talk about? Because uh, I've realised that I'm really hogging the conversation here. Something that's been baffling me since I watched it is this bloody... You know the bit at the end of the Spider-Man film? Yeah. 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 Well, I think it turns out that dude's going to be Electro, isn't it? Well, do you know what? I haven't got a clue. <laughs> this is what I hear. This is literally something I read today. And, uh, yeah. They mentioned Electro was going to be in the next film. I thought it must have been Electro, surely. Uh, mm. All the light bolts going off and stuff. and Possibly. I don't, I don't quite know how they're going to do him. I hope it's not going to be the green and yellow spandex. I don't think it would be. I think... <laughs> It sounds stupid to say it, but I think they're going for more of a realistic sort of... Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Spider-Man. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, um, I'm i not very good at, like... This is a really terrible thing to say. Because of my feeble memory, I'm not very good at, like, knowing a lot about villains and things. So I was racking my brains to try and think of people who can teleport. And there's a shit ton, yeah, yeah, a shit ton of people who can teleport or have access to like devices that could make them teleport. So I don't really know. Yeah, I was hoping it was going to be the chameleon for a while. That'd be pretty cool. I thought that would be a cool one to drop in there. Well, you wouldn't expect them to drop chameleon in a film. No, I think it'll be difficult well, for them though. Because... Yeah, I think it would. I think it would be difficult for them though because as as much as Spider Man's got quite a lot of enemies to choose from. His two biggest and most important are Doc Ock and the Green Goblin. Maybe Lizard sort of closely third. So I think they're going to struggle now to like... Although maybe... Yeah, well, I... to, get, to get someone who's not ridiculous either, you know, you couldn't yeah. get a big spoiled Mysterio in there, could you? Well, no, exactly. Like, it just ooze this guy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think they're going it, to... It'll be hard. Because like, I'd like to see him put the vulture in there. But is that a bit too much like lizard, sort of half person, half animal type thing? Yeah, but totally different tactics because lizard's just brawn and all right, fair enough. He uh, kind of retained his nerdy scientificness when uh, he transformed in this film, but mostly he was just bashing the crap out of shit, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am um, my biggest problem because I actually really enjoyed the Amazing Spider-Man and I I think I preferred it to the Raimi films. But my yeah. biggest my biggest problem with it was is that I wanted much more build up to Lizard and a lot less build up to Spider-Man because we all know how Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. I've seen it so many times before. Yeah, everyone knows the story. Don't exactly. need to explain it. 
Even people who don't read comics have never seen the films. Everybody knows how Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. It's like, I'm yeah, really intrigued. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by Man of Steel because I want to know how they're going to do this origin without everybody going, oh, fuck, Superman's origin again, he's shitting me. <laughs> yeah. No, Nolan's doing this, isn't he? Who did he is, yeah. Have you seen the, the most recent trailer? I haven't. Mate, it is no. like somebody took all of my fantasies about Superman, put it in a film, and went, here you go, Stace, this has been made just for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is ridiculous. It's pretty big words, man. <laughs> I'm going to watch this now, and it better live up to the hype. I watched, I watched two trailers this weekend. I watched the Man of Steel trailer, and I watched Pacific Rim, and both of them made me almost jump out of my skin because they're so awesome. I don't know Pacific Rim. <gasps> It is. Sorry, am I just committing suicide here, man? <laughs> what, what am I missing out on? If I said to you, giant Godzilla-like monsters versus giant robots piloted by humans, what would you say? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you just do an nerdgasm? <laughs> Sorry about that, yeah. That, that, that sounds brilliant <laughs> mate and the thing is as well like because i was really worried a lot of people are going to lynch me for this now but i don't care it's my opinion i'm allowed to have it the transformers movies to me were shit mostly because of shia labeouf and his inability to act but yeah, also yeah, because also because a lot of the robot action in it was obscured by other stuff like buildings or other robots or thing there was just fairly too much detail in there for your eye to stay you just looking at anything see what was happening at all could you it was just all like a big bloody mess the robots in this, <laughs> I'm telling you, the robots in Pacific Rim are exactly what I would have wanted from a Transformers movie. It's, it's, yeah, it just looks... I mean, when I watched the trailer, my first thought was, why the fuck do they have these robots anyway? But then I went, no, holy shit, this looks fantastic. I don't care why they've got these robots anyway. <laughs> it's fighting a Godzilla. Shitting hell. You know, that's a sign of a good movie when you couldn't give a shit. Do not about, <laughs> about the logic. Do not give a toss. Because, yes. oh man, seriously, as soon as we finish recording this, just go on the internet and watch the Pacific Room trailer. You will not be disappointed. And it's got Charlie Day in it. I love Charlie Day. He's in um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia as well. So, you know, just saying. Right, okay, I'll be <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. So, anyway, we were talking about Spider Man. <laughs> Yeah, we can probably get off the Spider-Man thing now. Um, yeah, we've got more Marvel coming out, haven't we? Sorry, I just... I believe, I believe Ant-Man is in production as well, or will be. I don't know what stage it's at now. Wasn't Edgar Wright in talks to do that? Yes, I do believe he won that. And that is the reason why I'm excited about it, really. I think Edgar Wright could do it properly. I love Edgar Wright. Yes. <laughs> as soon as I went to see Scott Pilgrim, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm signed up for you. <laughs> That was an awesome film. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. I love that film. I want to watch it now. Anyway, <laughs> getting distracted. I think we've got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Have you heard about this? I have, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. So some... <laughs> That's my problem as well. I, I was just going to say, you need to explain it to me. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm just going to take this one as this will be quite good because I always wonder what people make of superhero films. If they've just come to watch it for the hell of it, they don't know anything about the characters. They're not particularly into comics or whatever. Just this film as a film. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've always gone in knowing about the characters, so I've already got an opinion formed. Yeah. 
Yes, I'm going to go in completely blank slate. I'm not going to look into it. I'm not going to buy any comments. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to go straight into this one with my mind open and see whether it's actually pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's actually a good way to look at it. I'm quite, um, I'm quite intrigued for that because it's sort of... They announced that around the same time as they decided they're going to do a Justice League film. Oh, yeah. So it's like, ooh, two team films. Hello. Let's see how this goes down. Now, I can't imagine how the Justice League film will go, to be honest. My biggest issue with the Justice League film is Batman because, right? Yes. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Christopher Nolan or Christian Bale. One of them has come out and said he's never going to be Batman again. So, so that, that means that... They're either going to have to have an entirely different Bruce Wayne, which will be really hard to adjust to after Christian Bale, so soon after Christian Bale, yeah. or it's not going to be Bruce Wayne and it will be somebody else entirely, i.e. perhaps Joseph Gordon-Levitt, maybe, which would need quite a bit of backstory because if it's not going to be Bruce Wayne we need to know who it is and how he came to be because like my my problem with it because a lot of people have been throwing around the idea of Joseph Gordon-Levitt after the end of Dark Knight Rises yeah you've seen it haven't you yeah, yeah. I haven't just totally spoiled that for you because <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, my biggest problem with that would be like yeah so he's found the Batcave and he's got access to all this like stuff but when you look at previously in the film right He's not. The, he's definitely nowhere near the world's greatest detective because he's only just been promoted to inspector or whatever the shit he was, and and he's also not a particularly good fighter because fucking a hospitalised Commissioner Gordon got the better of him. So, <laughs> so you know, Gordon's a bit hard. <laughs> he is double hard, but mate, he's been in hospital. Like he should not be at. An... How's he going to be all his training and stuff? I exactly. Mean, I can't see him. I don't, really know. I, I don't think they'll go down that route because it would take a massive leap of like suspension of disbelief for him to go from a sort of okay cop to you know Batman material. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah, I don't. I can't see that working at all. No, not even a little bit. I think they're going to have to start building the shared universe as Marvel started doing when they built up to the Avengers. And yeah. they're going to be going to the Avengers too. They're going to start introducing more characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a really good way to do everyone's backstories through individual films before you dump them into the group. Well, exactly, because I don't think... If you are going to have an entirely new Batman, although we all know the origin of Batman, we all want to get used to that guy as Batman and know how he would behave and... Yeah, just chucking him straight into the film, it won't go natural. Yeah, and like... Complete mess. I I wonder as well, like, who they're going to have in the Justice League, because there's been so many versions of the Justice League, so many different members... I do think there there are certain characters you literally couldn't have without having them have their own film first. Like, for example, Booster Gold. He would make literally yeah, no sense without a, a without a backstory. He would make no sense. The Ted Cord Blue Beetle would need a little, maybe not a whole film, but it would need a little bit of story. Which Blue Beetle was that was the first one? Yeah, yeah, the best one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still mourn the loss of Ted Cord. Do you know, I actually, I knew about his death before I actually read it in the comics because it happened like his death happened well before I got into comics and I still cried when I read it. <laughs> oh, that's your such a girl. <laughs> such a vagina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so sad. But yeah, I like, I 
I can see them like the core Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. I can see. Yeah, I suppose that's their big three. And I think the general public, like, you know, your non-comics reading public probably know just about enough of those three to get by in a fil- watching a film. Yeah, they'll accept them. But I don't know who the backup was. Maybe Chuck Green Lantern in there. Yeah, maybe after the film. Cause You've got to have a lantern in there. There's always a lantern in I'd want it to be Guy Gardner, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nobody's going to go behind that because they'll be like, who's this guy? He's not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Although I, I can no, totally get behind Ryan Reynolds. Justice Society of America. That would be pretty cool. Ah, oh, Justice Society would be ace. I always preferred them. But I think yeah, it's because too. I'm not a huge... Like, I like Batman, but I don't like him outside of Gotham, if that makes sense. Like, he just doesn't appear yeah, as menacing yeah. and as badass to me. Plus, like... That's what I mean. He always gets relegated to doing doing all the mental work while everybody else gets around punching things. Yeah. And plus, I always find it really difficult to, to accept the idea of Superman even requiring a team to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's fucking Superman. He doesn't need shit. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I do I do like Superman as a character, but I just think I don't see the point of him on a team with anybody else. Like, I can see why other people would need to enlist his help. Um, yeah. But again, Superman's a character who, like, you know, if you were, I don't know, if I was Wonder Woman and I was in a steaming heap of shit, I'd just go, yo, soups! And he'd be like, shit in hell, I can hear Wonder Woman from afar, I better fly up there, and he would just do it because he's Superman and he can. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I don't know. But I can't I can't imagine who they're going to pick as the the rest of the characters for this team. No, they've got a few to pick from, but they need ones that will blend well and make sense. Because mm-hmm. if they're going to be doing it in the realistic sort of style that they're going for now, some people are just going to be a bit too jokey for that. I mean, Booster Gold would definitely be a bit too comedy. Yeah. But I suppose you need that kind of relief in the crew as well. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I think he would be good character-wise, but I, I don't know if the idea of a time-travelling, egotistical nut job <laughs> from the future is going <laughs> to... If that's going to work, love for people to swallow. Because <laughs> I think I think Blue Beetle would be the same. Like regardless of which one they went for, like mystical blue scarab attaches itself to random guy. <laughs> well, they could do his armor so good. <laughs> I would love to see amazing. armor. I would I would like to see that on. I'd just I'd love again, to see Booster and Ted up. together. Booster and Booster and Blue Guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That'd be so nice. <laughs> They're always together. Yeah, that'd be really nice. But I can't imagine like characters like Vixen, for example, who calls on the power of animals. I mean, what? <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Although I suppose like Blue Beetle wouldn't go too far. It wouldn't be too much of a stretch considering we've now got the Green Lantern film and we've accepted the idea of, you know, intergalactic police force. Yeah, well, I don't know how many people did accept that. <laughs> not a lot of people like that film. Uh, see, do you know what? I did not have a problem with that film, and it's not just because I'm Ryan Reynolds, but um... <laughs> if they're trying to compare it to like Batman, well, it's never going to live up to Batman, was it? But... Yeah, it's not going to be. No, it's not. They can't do the film in the same style for a start. Uh, I think the biggest problem was is the scope of Green Lantern is just a little bit too big for a like one and a half, two hours long. Yeah, and I think as well that they Parallax is a very large scale villain. And I would have liked to have yeah. seen Parallax build up over maybe two or three films, because yeah, I'm the idea, of this, yeah, yeah, is a big, a big idea, and to have it sort of appear and then get beaten straight away is kind of like it just undermines the actual like 
massiveness of that threat. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> no one's ever going to take Parallax seriously again. No, no. But I am in, intrigued to see Sinestro. I really want to get some more Sinestro. Yeah, I mean, I was a bit gutted that he only got the yellow lantern ring right at the end of the credits. But when you put it on, it looks freaking awesome. Mate, fucking sweet. And I tell you what, what's his name? Is it Mark Strong? He's a fucking dinar, yeah. I tell you. Exactly what I was going to say, yeah, genius. Couldn't have picked a better person. Now, I, I would like to see some more of the Lantern Corps coming into it as well. Yeah, me too, definitely. I, w- I really want to see some Red Lanterns going on. Like, I would, I would really love that. People spewing acid rage. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Plus, everyone's loving zombies and stuff at the moment, so uh, yeah. it wouldn't be too far stretched. Well, I suppose that'd be more Black Lanterns, wouldn't it? I guess, yeah. They're the true zombies in the DC world. Oh, sorry, just having a little burp there. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Well, you go ahead. Have a big one. <clears throat> there goes another one. <laughs> it's all this, all this diet coke. So what were we talking about? We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah. We're Basically, bad. none of us know anything about it. <laughs> no, neither of us know anything about it, but we're probably going to watch it. Yeah. We've also got Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Hmm, yeah, hmm... Mm. Uh, I know your feelings on the other cat film. What were you saying? Mm, yeah. How do you feel about in the Avengers? Loved him in the Avengers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the Avengers. I think it. I, I've I've always preferred sort of post Frozen Cap anyway because I like the idea of a sort of man out of his time type. Yeah, character with all these totally sort of outdated values and so like to see him him seem a bit out of place I mean he looks like he should fit but he really doesn't yeah I am I just I kind of wish that the um my my problem with the Captain America film was that it was a bit too pantomime like the Red Skull was just a bit ridiculous and the whole plot was a bit just silly and like that's fine if if you're after that kind of thing but what I wanted was like a fucking full-on you know world war ii badass cap kicks ass you know like that montage sort of in the middle of him going about the place and kicking all kinds of army ass yeah i wanted that to be the film i didn't want this ludicrous like i mean you know like i do think the red skull is a good villain but i don't think he was in that film he was very look at my evil plot are you really like hugo reading I do blame him as I do quite like him. But he wasn't the right fit for the Red School. No. His, his accent was so funny. Oh, man, that accent. What the shit? That... It was brilliant. What? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe laugh as much as Bane's accent. Bane's accent was brilliant. Oh, I liked Bane's accent. <laughs> I think that's the difference. I actually did like Bane's, but it did make me laugh. I can see that. I just like the fact that it sounds like a totally like innocuous, like completely unthreatening guy, but he'll kill you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's he's what I like to be. Big dude, balded, and uh, he's he's speaking to you with like on such an intellectual level, and yeah. he just like doesn't regard you as any kind of threat whatsoever. That's what I've always loved about Bad. And it's really obvious, yeah. Brilliant. He's so calculated. Um, Tom Hardy, is it? Yeah, yeah. He he did a cracking job, I think. Yeah, brilliant. I liked him in uh, Bronson as well. It was pretty good. I haven't seen that. Oh, get on it. <laughs> get on it. Was, was he in Warrior? So I've seen that. I've seen that. I haven't seen. I think it's about like UFC fighters. Well, not not real ones, obviously. 
I'm sure that's him in that. That's an alright film, if you like the UFC. If you like seeing people punch the shit out of each other, which I do, so... I do quite like that, yeah. Yeah, it's quite good. Do you watch the UFC at all? I haven't done for quite a while. Mm. There's not enough time in my schedule, man. I'm such a big person. <laughs> I know. Me and Rich, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, what should we watch now? I don't know. Here's a list of 55 things that we've got to watch this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you what's bad. I've just got Tivo. Oh, no. <laughs> so You're never going to have any spare really in that hard drive. Because oh. I'm never in whenever anything I want to watch is So the, the TiVo box is just full of random crap that I'm never going to get well, around to watching. You need to TiVo the shit out of the Turtles cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and I was watching uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold recently as well. Oh, I love that. No, I haven't seen that before. Oh, the, have I'm you watched Aquaman, Aquaman yet? Uh, yeah, I was torn with Aquaman, though. He was with... Uh, the Atom, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, is that the one where they go inside Batman? Or inside no. somebody? Oh, there's one where they have to like shrink down and go inside someone to stop some voice. <laughs> I'm not seeing that one. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I do love that series. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, like, it's quite light-hearted. Yeah. It takes uh, some of the seriousness out of Batman, but it kind of takes him back to some of the, some of the earlier Batman comics. Mm. You know, it really wasn't so serious. <laughs> it was a bit campy. Yeah. Although you're saying that, I was reading an article the other day that was like, um, it was listing like the, the top most horrific comic deaths uh, as perpetrated by Batman. Because, <laughs> you know, there's this whole thing about how he doesn't kill and stuff. There's, yeah. a, there's quite a severe number of uh, accidental people getting crushed in those car compactors. <laughs> yeah in like old car lots it's like oops I fell on the button oh <laughs> no you seem to have been squashed oh well <laughs> you know you like to see that in the deleted scene <laughs> oh I'd love that it is funny that he's like I can't possibly kill the Joker because although he's an utter badass and he keeps murdering people that would be against my code but this henchman guy in that car I'll just squish it don't care <laughs> do not care <laughs> it's like yeah that's that's good logic there Batman good one fucking hell Ooh, speaking of the Joker, did you um? Yeah, did you, did you ever get around in Arkham City? I haven't myself, but I've watched Rich play quite a lot of it. But we haven't seen the ending yet. Oh, well, I won't spoil it for you. A lot of people have told me that the ending's really good. Yeah, very well crafted ending, and a bit of DLC that goes on after the ending as well, which is quite nice. Yeah, because um. But uh, I'm not going to spoil that one for you because it's a brilliant game. It really needs to be played in its entirety. I think Rich got stuck on one level. Um, so then he got distracted by uh, Lego Batman and Friends, or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lego Batman 2, brilliant, yeah. Oh, man, that is so funny. Robin has so got the hots for Superman. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's totally got, like, a bro boner for Superman. It's ludicrous, I love it. What, what a proper little Lego boner. Yeah, he has, he has. He's totally got a thing for the soups. It's so funny. I don't I just love his little Lego kiss curl. So cute, perfectly scored. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I like playing with Lex Luthor on that. I can imagine he would be fun to play. Although I do feel sorry for him because he's not got hair, and so as a Lego character, he's just got that sort of lump where you attach. Yeah, he's got hair. A bit, yeah, really like weird Lego head thing going on. Oh, I've got um, a Lex Luthor figure that came with the game when Rich bought it, and he was like, "I don't oh. like Lex Luthor," and I was like, oh, "I do." 
building my little figure. And he's in, like, this little robot suit with a kryptonite gun. It's pretty badass. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm going to steer it back to another Christmas question. <laughs> What's the nerdiest Christmas gift you've ever had? Ooh, well, I, I really don't know. Oh, I had a massive box just full of comics. Nice. And they were all the what-if comics from Marvel, you know, the uh, the alternate reality what-if comics that they put out every now and then. Oh, yeah. Well, that's pretty badass. And, yeah, that was a good read. That was <laughs> did my journey to work anyway. <laughs> did, you, um, did you ever read, like, the DC ones that were called something like Imagine If? <laughs> um, yeah. Did I actually read any of them? Were there the Otherworld ones? No, they, they were the ones that Stan Lee did. And it was like, imagine if Batman was a Stanley oh, character. I heard about these, yeah. I never actually read any of them. Have you actually? Oh read? man, I've got some. They're a fucking mess, mate. <laughs> 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 I'll have to when you start work at Fernbank. I'll have to bring you some in because seriously, they are stupid, like terrible, stupid, but funny. I can't yeah. actually remember offhand, but like just to see the cover of the Batman one, it's like he's wearing a giant bat corpse and. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's just stupid. Like, it's like, you know, her Stanley's all Stanley like. Over the edge, yeah, he's he's just so over the top and like Excelsior that he just like, he just, he just throws any sort of logic out the window and he's like, fuck it, it'll be a giant Batman thing. <laughs> it is good stuff. <sighs> I've not read many of those what if comics though. I think I've only read one and it was about Daredevil, but I don't remember what if. Oh, it was what if some bird didn't die. What was her name? <laughs> I'm such the a one, terrible nerd. What I recall was, uh, what if Daredevil worked for the Kingpin? No. Oh, that's an intriguing concept. I do recall it being quite a good thing. And there was like, what if the Fantastic Four all had the same power? Do you know, I never quite understood why they didn't, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they were all hit with the same sort of radioactive bump, but, you know. Yeah, I suppose you've got to, I suppose you've got to relate to it on a genetic level, really. I mean, they're not all the same person, so think why would they all get the same powers? I don't know. I suppose. You'd think they'd all be sort of vaguely similar, though, especially the people who are related. Yeah, like, Very I suppose I'm saying it was, uh, was it not based on the elements? Oh, possibly. That makes some sort of sense. Sure, it was something like that, because you've got your big rocky dude, Ben Grimm, you got old Mr. Fantastic Elastic, and um, he, he kind of represents water, I would imagine. Yeah, I would have thought so. Sue, and obviously the torch. Flame that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, but in the in the ter- in terms of the story, <laughs> I always yeah, thought that the, no the internal logic was <laughs> no. kind of like it must be because of our DNA. Now stop asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right then, whatever. <laughs> I can that's another thing like now that they've like started doing like the Avengers movie and stuff including like you know lots of characters from other films do you think they'll start bringing the Fantastic Four out again and letting them play Fantastic Four yeah but as of yeah I don't think there's any details or scripts or anything yeah because I actually thought the second film was alright to be honest like I wasn't I know I liked them both yeah I think that the first one's watchable. I think, again, um, what's his name? Julian Thingy Bob, who played Doom. He was a bit pantomime villainy. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I suppose. I, he's, that's just not my style. I, think, I like my villains to be, like, actually villainous. 
I know, like, I know that's I kind of pretty sort of I do four, I kind of want it a bit cheesy. It's kind of a bit, a bit of a cheesy film. Yeah, they're kind of cheesy characters. They're always a bit cheesy. <laughs> it's going to be a bit cheesy. But if Doom was in the Avengers, I'd expect him to be evil as fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd, um, I'd really like to see, like, a proper badass Doom. That would be... Yeah, you need him to be like that kind of dictator sort of character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, they didn't really command that kind of authority in the film. No, not at all. <laughs> That's a bit of a shame, really. Oh, I think I've just swung around. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I've ruined it for you. <laughs> no, you just opened my eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I was going to review a comic called I Love Trouble, but I'm not sure if I like it or not. So... I'm just going to leave it at that, and then I might review it properly when I get issue two and know whether or not I like it. Fair enough. <laughs> I, like, I like the art. The art's good, but it's like it's one of those, you know, it's one of those stories where you just you haven't had enough of it in issue one to know if it's something you want to keep going with. Yeah, on. you can't draw an opinion from it just yet because it doesn't seem to have gotten anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's I'm starting yeah, to. I'm going to try and get more ruthless with my comics uh, in the new year because I've got to the point where I've got like a reading pile of about 200 comics and most of them are Marvel because I don't know what it is about Marvel but I just can't really get into it at the moment. So yeah, uh, I, do, I do fall in and out with Marvel. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm a, bit, I'm a bit past Marvel and then something will draw me back and I'm like, oh, you know, quite interested in that. Mm. Well, I'm going to give all the Marvel Now stuff a go. Well, not all of it, but, like, you know, the stuff that I'm particularly interested in. But, like, I've got a pile of comics that are, like, some of them are riches as well, that I'm just going to be like, I'm going to give it one issue, whatever number it is. If I don't like it, I'm taking all the rest of those comics out of that pile and I'm not reading them. <laughs> That's just how it's happening. I'm just not going to do it. Well, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. I need to really catch up on some reading myself. I mean, I've really not been able to catch up on my comic book game this year. No, it's hard because there's so much stuff that comes out that's so good, like every month. Well, every week. <laughs> it's like, yeah, new comics. I've actually quite easily just spend my wages in there. Yeah, so would I. I went in there the other day and ended up coming out with an action figure. I was like, oh, shit, I've got literally nowhere to put that, but oh well. <laughs> it was, um... Do you know what it was? And, uh, and I'm going to have to big it up because it is awesome. They've just released the first wave of like toys from the the new Turtles cartoon line, and alongside that, they've done a line of new figures based on the '80s cartoon. Oh, and they're pretty. Like reissues of the original ones, are they? Or they? No, they're like they're like new ones, and they've got more points of articulation, and they actually hold their weapons without dropping them, and they actually stand up. <laughs> so <laughs> amazing! Don't lie to me. That's not real. <laughs> I um I bought the Donatello one uh, a couple of weeks ago when I went to. When went, yeah, yeah, of course yeah, he's he's totes the best. Like Rich keeps trying to tell me that I'm wrong and that Raph's the best, and I'm like, no, Raph's just angry. So I can totally see why Rich likes him because Rich is mad. No, I'm with you there. I've got Donatello on my woman. Nah, Donatello's the best because not only is he a badass ninja, but he's all like, ooh, he could beat you at math. Ha ha. Bad man. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. And it's all the gadgets. You've got to love a gadget. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, was, we, went to, uh, we went to Sutton a couple of weeks ago and we went to the entertainer because we never go to the one in town because it's shit. We went to the, the one in Sutton and like walked over and I was like, Richard, 
is that an 80s looking Donatello? He went, yeah. And I was like, having it? And just picked it, didn't even care about looking at the price. I picked it up, having yeah, it. Yeah, No, you've got to do that. Impulse buy. Yeah, but like, because I went into nostalgia the other day, I just had to get rafted, didn't I? Because Donnie was, you know, he was lonely on, on his own. He was getting lonely, brother. He was getting lonely. He was like, where's my other brother? So I had to I had to buy a raft. Does any of them come with pizza? No. Oh. It's just, it's just them. <laughs> it's just them and their weapons and a stand that looks like a sewer um, cover. Oh, man, cover. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Fucking god. Oh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty awesome. Um, pretty awesome figures, actually. My only problem with the Raf one is that because he's only got like three fingers. Well, two fingers and a thumb. I'm finding it really hard to get his side to stay in the one hand. Well, I've got one in his other hand that's quite helpful because his hand is up in the air. So the the natural gravity of the side between his fingers... <laughs> let gravity do all the work. <laughs> yeah, let gravity do all the work. But his other hand is not up in the air because that would just look insane. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just be like... Oh, sorry about um, yeah, so that keeps falling out. But it's in his belt. He's got a belt loop for it. Of course he has. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's it's wicked. So I would fully recommend. I thought they never used to have back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I think because um, I've still, I've, well, I haven't still got them. I, I rebought them off eBay. Some oh, right. oh, I bet that cost a lot. Actually, they weren't that bad. I mean, Rich got me a couple for like birthdays and Christmas, and then I picked up. I got Mikey for like a fiver. Um, no. With both of his nunchucks, I was quite impressed. No I know, I know, I know. It's a hunt out of bargain. He's in good nick as well. Pretty good, yeah. He's got a chip on his foot. That's it. So he's not bad. I know. But, like, my biggest problem with those figures is that they were blatantly made for playing with because they do not stand up to buggery. Like, oh, I've got (laughs) so much blue pack on their feet. It is stupid. Well, you could just play with it instead. I could just play with it. I do tend to. (laughs) I would. The other day, I found myself at work just doodling a picture of Donatello in uh, one of my notepads, and I was like, oh, shit, do some work. So, uh, you're quite busy, then, mate. <laughs> yeah, really busy. <clears throat> Actually, I'll, it's just I was totally monging. Like, you know when you just have those days where you can't focus on anything? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, when you haven't even woke up. Yeah, that it's was like my day. Shamble to work. <laughs> yep. Ooh. Anyway, I'm going to stop reviewing action figures now, because... Actually, no, that's pretty awesome. I've never reviewed a figure before. Buy those figures, they're really good. I'll tell you what, I'm really annoyed that I can't get hold of um, any more of the zombie Marvel figures. Because I've got Zombie Cap. I've got Zombie Cap. And I was after Zombie Hulk, but someone beat me on the beard, which I was rather vexed about. Oh, and then the Zombie Spider-Man went out, of, like, went out of stock and never came back in stock. And, and that's it, I'm screwed. All I've got is a Captain America. Well, it's probably Colonel America. Oh. And uh, I'm rather miffed at that. <laughs> I never really read much of the Marvel zombie stuff, but now I wish I had, and I might have to go back and read them, because I like zombies. I really did like the Marvel zombie stuff, I would admit. I mean, that's not just because I'm a zombie nerd, <laughs> <laughs> but it is mostly because of that. <laughs> Aren't we all currently zombie nerds, though, to be fair? Yeah, I think it is a good trend, isn't it? Mm. There's a lot more of the undead out there than you think. Oh, don't say that. I'll start having nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do well at a zombie boot camp, are you? No way. Not even a little bit. Ugh. Which reminds me, they do a werewolf boot camp now as well. No. I don't quite know how that's going to work. I, I could not deal with that because I'm terrified of dogs. 
and they probably, yeah, they probably just set the dogs on you. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Cripes, I would shit myself. Fuck. No, that yeah. That mask you sent. <laughs> I just roll around in the predator style. He'll never find me like this. <laughs> Rolling around in dog poo. It's a great way to spend your weekend, isn't it? It does no seem like uh, at the barbecue. It sounds like an absolutely cracking weekend, uh, and I'm going to plan that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I don't believe you. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Right, I've got one more Christmas-based question. Um, Go on, then. What is your favourite Christmas film? Ooh, favourite Christmas film. I don't know. I always wished that they'd made Kiss Save Santa. Did you ever see that? It was like a little sketch that was on a Family Guy. No. It was on one of the Family Guy Christmas specials, and every now and then he cuts away to Peter, and he's watching Kiss Save Santa. <laughs> and I always wished they'd made that into a real film, because that would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. I'd watch that. But, uh, I don't know. Um, Bad Santa was a pretty good film. Oh. I haven't seen that. Oh, no. Sure. You're going to hate this one, but I liked... Um, the Harold and Kumar Christmas film. I haven't that seen that either, left. but I um, I quite liked the Get the Munchies, so maybe, I don't Yeah, know. I mean, they probably overplayed Neil Patrick Harris in that a bit. A little bit. But, but for his role in that, he did actually get the role in How I Met Your Mother because of that film, so I suppose without it, you wouldn't get the awesomeness that is uh, Barney. Barney Stinson. I love Barney Stinson. <laughs> I need to get that book that he's got. Is he releasing the playbook? That would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. I would like that. Love Am I allowed to have it because I'm a girl? I, I suppose so. As long as I get to keep the last page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if I could uh, be allowed to get the bro code as well. don't know. The bro code, yeah, I need to get that. That would be so as awesome. If Barney Stinson, a fictional character, has released like two books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Have you ever seen Elf? Elf, is that the one with, um, what's his face? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. Man, that is, like, my all-time favourite, like, tippity-top Christmas. I think it's because, like, I love Will Ferrell anyway, and, like, nearly every film that he's done is bloody brilliant in my eyes. But it's just how ridiculously childish he is in this that I absolutely adore. Like, you know, when they're in the store and the bloke's like, yeah, Santa's going to come by tomorrow. And he gets so, he's like, Santa's coming! Gets so happy. (laughs) It's just so It's strange. For a grown man, he's got so much childlike energy about him. Oh, he really... When he did, um, was it Step Brothers? Oh, man. That was a a hilarious film. That film is brilliant. But it just shows that, you know, he's not, he's not grown up in his head. (laughs) He's not grown up in the head. You can quote that. I tried to uh, I tried to convince my mom like to to um somehow marry him so he would be my stepdad, but she wasn't really sold on for that. How could she not be gay? Because she didn't find him sexually attractive, so I you know so... I guess that's the thing. <laughs> and I, I'm like, mom, you, you don't have sex because you're my mom, so it's not matter. <laughs> it's like look, just take it. T- <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't know if I want like a little Will Ferrell baby in my life because it'd be. I think that'd be quite scary. Yeah, it would. It would. I, I absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love him. Though. I think he's so funny. Oh, yeah. I love it. the old Saturday Night Live sketch of uh, more cowbell gets me every fucking time. <laughs> yeah, more cowbell. Cannot watch and, uh, that. There was something on his channel, um, Funny or Die, 
and it's Pearl the landlady. Have you seen that? I have. Oh, almost. Wow. <laughs> Pearl is a brilliant little girl, man. <laughs> she is so funny. Love it. And it, the way he reacts with that, hilarious. Not many people could pull that off. No, no. For um for Key's birthday this year, like um we went to. Have you ever been to the Electric Cinema? Because if not, you should. Uh, I haven't been to it since it was remade. I remember it when it used to have all the mannequins and stuff hanging out the window. Okay, that sounds terrifying, and I'd never want to be a part of that. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit frightened of mannequins. Um, oh dear. <laughs> I'm a little bit frightened of everything. We went. That's right. It's healthy to be scared. <laughs> we went to a midnight type showing of Anchorman for Key's birthday. And we drank absinthe and we watched Anchorman. And then we got to punt uh, a puppy into a wheel of cheese to win a prize. Brilliant. <laughs> it wasn't a real puppy, I should point out. Was it a real wheel of cheese? Uh, no, actually. It was just a really big circle with um, craft cheese slices. Well, that's the the whole thing was a facade. It was a bit of a facade. And I didn't even get to have a turn because the bloke in front of me won. Key did <laughs> Key's rubbish at punt. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, and I was quite disappointed that the guy who win who won it didn't go. That's how I roll, because I would have. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. Yeah, that's essential. You've got to do that. Exactly. What a fucking opportunity missed, my friend. Did you see the Anchorman film that they made out of all the deleted scenes from Anchorman? Yeah, the one that makes basically no sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. It's hilarious. It's still really funny. I just. I'm <laughs> Brick. I could watch a film of Brick all day. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love that bit after they have that like street fight with all the other newscaster teams, and he's like, "I killed a man with a trident." <laughs> it's like, you should probably lay low for a while, Brick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the film. Anyway, I'm pretty much. Oh no, actually, I did want to mention one other thing. I keep banging on about how this is a pop culture podcast and that I'm going to review music, and then I never fucking do because I'm shit, right? But I went to see Ben Folds Five live at the start of this month. I don't oh, know. If you, yeah. Don't know if you know who they are. I know Ben Folds. Yeah, well, he used to be he used to be in a band called Ben Folds Five, and then he went solo for Donkey's Years. Like Ben Folds Five haven't played gigs for like 14 years or something ridiculous yeah and they got back together i was really confused because rich had to actually explain to me that they were never a five-piece band and it's always only been three of them because <laughs> <laughs> i was like why are they called ben folds five i don't get it but essentially it's a dude ben folds on the piano some of the guy oh that's terrible i don't know any of the names except ben folds some of the guy on a bass and some of the guy on the drums and they are absolutely <laughs> Amaze balls. Where did you get to see that? It was at the Academy and it was quite good. I don't really like the new Birmingham Academy though because they moved it from Dale End to what used yeah. the old. What was the. It was the Dome, the Dome 2. The Dome, yeah. And the balcony in there is really low. Like the ceiling is really low. So if you're in the standing bit downstairs and you're not immediately in front of the stage, you almost can't see anything because of the like how low the balcony is, which I find really fucking weird. <laughs> it's really shit. Um, inconvenient is. Yeah, it totally is. But we managed to find a spot sort of off to the side where we could, like, see Ben Fold's delightful face as he was playing the piano. I like to yeah. think he was serenading me, but he probably couldn't see shit <laughs> from the lights. Um, but he was just like, oh, he is the guy who every time I see – I've seen him on a solo tour before as well. It's like every time I listen to a Ben Fold's album or a Ben Fold's 5 album, I just wish I could play the piano. It is 
ridiculous how good this man you know, is. I'll, yeah, I wish <sighs> I could play as well, but the keyboard player in Elmo Six Whistle, Alex Juno, he's absolutely masterful keyboard player, and he can play all the Ben Fold stuff note for note. Are you shitting me? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Because I, I drag you down to a rehearsal one time. Yeah, I'd t- I would. T- yeah, I want to see that because I um I put on my list of things to do before I was thirty to learn to play "Landed" by Ben Folds, which is like one of the greatest songs ever written. This was back when I was actually learning to play the piano, but then like life got in the way of me having lessons, and I haven't touched a piano for about five years. <laughs> it's annoying how that happens, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's like oh, um, so I was gonna try and steal my keyboard back off Zoe's fiance because he borrowed it because he was gonna learn. But now I'm like, no, I'm going to learn the piano again. I've seen Ben Folds. I need, I need my keyboard back before this, uh, this excitement it's for the piano. It's good when you go and see a gig and it reinvigorates that, mm. like, that need to kind of emulate it. You yeah, know? I would definitely recommend checking out Ben Folds Five though, because like when you listen to it, like it didn't even dawn on me at, at first that it wasn't a guitarist and a bassist. It's just a bassist, and that bassist he can slap the bass man. I'm telling you, he is fucking masterful. Really Everyone likes a bit of slap bass. <laughs> I love I love the bass. Like I think it's it's possibly because like my uncle's in a band and he plays the bass. So like when I was younger and I was living living at home, I'd constantly hear him just sort of wandering around the house practicing random bass lines from songs to like warm up his fingers and that. And then um, I just I've I've always got an ear for the bass because of that. You're not just saying that because I'm a bass player and you're kissing us no. a bit now. No, no, it's, it. <laughs> it's, it's totally my uncle's fault. Have you ever heard the song? Like, I'm ashamed to admit that I quite like the band Live, even though they're not really very good. But um, have you ever heard the song Pain Lies on the Riverside by Live? No. Check it out if you can, because it has got a bass line and a half. <laughs> All right, I'm always up for a funky bass line. It is pretty funky, to be fair. Um, don't check out my uncle's band, because they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not very fair. At least let me form my own opinion, and then let me tell you if I think they're awful. I don't. I don't know if they're still sure operating they're under the same name because they've changed their name about six or seven times. But the last time I checked, they were called Central City Groove. They weren't very good. Sorry, Gary, but you know, <laughs> it's, I'll check it out. It's a shame because Miles is a good bassist, and like the guitarist is a good guitarist, and the singer has got a cracking voice. But all of their songs are terrible, and the covers that they do, it's just like, why are you trying to do a cover of a Jimi Hendrix song, guys? Like, it's just, <laughs> just back the fuck off. You've got to be very careful when you're doing covers. Yeah, because like you don't I, always land so well. Yeah, because like I was um, a friend of mine, Addis used to do. Actually, he still does. He used to organise like acoustic events, like that. Usually, just little charity gigs, so they weren't like massive or anything. But like, he used to organise these events, and they'd get some pretty good bands on and stuff. And like one time, he said to me, like, you know, you've got a pretty good voice. Why don't you try and do something? And that's when I discovered that although I've got a, like a passable voice, I can't play any instruments, I can't write my own lyrics, and I can't actually write like melodies either. So. I was like, oh, I'll just do a load of covers then. So I got a friend of mine to learn some songs uh, on the piano. He only ended up learning No One Knows by uh, Queens of the Stone Age. (laughs) On the piano? Yeah, on the piano. He did like a jazz piano verse. It was pretty badass. And, uh, and we sang it That's at Fred's so barbecue, and um, and it was pretty like it was pretty good. And I was like, yeah, I'm really up for this. And then I realised that like if you did a whole set of covers by the like probably the same few bands because my uh, my vocal like 
range is not very big. <laughs> yeah, you've got to tie into what you can actually do. <laughs> yeah, it's like I should really, you know, what I need to do is I need to I need to be in a band where all the rest of the members will write all the songs and all the lyrics and all the melodies, and then they'll just give me the lyrics and go, ego. And I'll go, yeah, and sing them all. <laughs> That's what I need. Band that will do literally. So everything. what you're saying is you want to go on X Factor? Pretty much, yeah. That's what I got from that. But <laughs> I don't want to like do shitty X Factor type music. I would much rather do something like, I don't know, like Good, a. You're light. about to lose. <laughs> you're about to do some nerd points. <laughs> I was about to, you know, I was about to say I'd rather do something a little bit more along the lines of Paramore, and then I realised a lot of people will just lose a lot of respect for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no wrong with Paramore. Paramore ain't that bad. Shut up, guys. You like it, you like it, I like it. I like so much random stuff. It's a bit ridiculous. If you ever look at my iPod, you'd think it was like a schizophrenic person's iPod. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, look, there's some like slipknot, and immediately afterwards, like, steps. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's quite extreme. It's pretty eclectic, all up in there. Anyway. I'm quite happy to say I haven't got any steps on mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, steps were all right. Like, okay, no, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna stop there be- before. Oh well, yeah, you should probably stop incriminating yourself right now. <laughs> I really should. I really should. Oh, dear. You're supposed to keep those guilty pleasures to yourself. It's like it's really sad for me to admit that the first live gig I ever went to was Michael Bolton. If he just hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear, Stace. Oh, dear. No, I was only 11. My mum made me, but, you know. Um... Well, I suppose if you were uh, forced into it contractually. <laughs> I just, oh, Michael Bolton. Because your mum does own your soul when you're that age. Yeah, that's true. It was like Michael Bolton before he was cool, though, like, you know, several, several years ago before he did, like, that awesome Jack Sparrow song with Lonely Island. And yeah. Well, that did a lot for him, that bit. It really did. It does look like he's having a stroke while he's singing that. <laughs> Maybe he is. <laughs> Maybe. Sounds painful enough. <laughs> it does sound <laughs> straining for a shit when he sings, doesn't it? Like it's the hardest thing he's ever had to do is sing this song. Yeah, he's trying to keep his guts in. Oh, nice. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's probably about time we wrapped it up because I am talking a lot of shit right now. Me too. so before we go is there anything that you want to plug or promote or whatnot? Uh, not at the moment I've got no gigs coming up or anything but if you want to go and check out the MySpace uh, or check out the Facebook it's uh, MySpace forward slash Elmo Six Whistle or Facebook forward slash Elmo Six Whistle we're going to have our mate next year and uh, you'll hear plenty about it Oh, sweet. That's about it, really. Nice. When you were uh, just when coming you... to the end of wrapping it up. Oh, that's awesome. When you uh, when you get it sorted out, you'll have to um, fling me a copy so I can stick a song on an episode. Yeah, of course, of course. I'll be I'll on send like, you a few. Uh, I'll send you a few sneak peeks tonight. Okay. Oh, excited now. Oh, calm down. Tantalising. <laughs> it is tantalising. I really liked. You'll be the first person outside the group to hear it. Oh wow! Does that mean that my fresh ears might like pick it apart and you'll hate me? <laughs> Possibly, but I suppose that's the uh, point in getting an opinion, isn't it? That's true. That is true. I can be quite... You have to rewrite a whole album, though, I will not be happy. Um, I won't go that far, I don't I don't think. <laughs> I'm quite considerate when it comes to, you know, personal stuff, what people are creating. Unless, of course, it's Marvel or DC, in which case I'll just tear it a new one like I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I'm allowed. They're big. Nobody cares what I think about them. Um, Cool. Well, that was episode 11. It's been absolutely delightful having you on the show, finally. <laughs> yeah, the answer. This has only been, like, what, the 12th attempt? 
that's a lie it's only episode we got there eventually <laughs> uh, we definitely did and the sound was all good which is great yeah so it's been awesome oh, it. yeah it's been brilliant thank you very much and if uh, any of you want to sign up to uh to get on the list of coming on the show i have actually got a list of about 10 people now which i keep thinking doesn't sound like a lot of people but then i realize because i only record monthly that's like nearly a year <laughs> so um yeah that's a if, lot of people <laughs> yeah if you are on the list like i haven't forgotten about you it's just you know it's monthly just getting around to you um saving you for a rainy day or something i don't know but oh, i'm really rambling there um save the best so last <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so if anybody else wants to join the massive list <laughs> and potentially come on next year's Christmas show, uh, you can drop me a line at stacysparlour at gmail.com or I'm on the Twitters. I just passed my 10,000th tweet. I need to get need to get out more. And I reckon probably about 9,000 of those was, why isn't my fucking boss here yet? I am cold. <laughs> um, 90% of what I talk about on twitter <laughs> um, <I'm in> trouble. <laughs> yeah it really is but i'm not going to rant about it here because people have already had a go at me for talking too much about it on twitter <laughs> <laughs> cry but i'm on twitter as stace bob t so if you want to follow me and listen to me ranting about public transport and having controversial opinions on things they're not usually that controversial i just like to argue with people maybe you should up the game a bit what, be more controversial? You should be really controversial, even if you don't mean it. <laughs> Just going to go... Just put a know, disclaimer at the end. You'll be do you know guys? Right, Batman is shit the end. Run off. <laughs> <laughs> Every incarnation yeah, of Batman has been crap. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah, so I hope you all have a delightful Christmas and uh, and a jolly happy new year, and I'll see you in 2013. Uh, that sounds really far away. It's not. I'm so excited for Christmas. It's almost stupid. I'm like a small child. I wish I was more excited about it. How can you not be? You get to have presents and eat till you've like exploded inwardly. Like it's mad. I love it. Oh, Christmas is a very busy day for me. Oh. <laughs> I don't get to sit down until about eight o'clock in the evening. Oh, see, since me and Rich moved out, like we basically do nothing all day except cook occasionally. <laughs> Then it's like, oh, should we sit down and watch Doctor Who in our food comas? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds perfect. Yeah, it is pretty, pretty badass. Plus, me and Rich aren't particularly traditional in the sense that I don't really like turkey and he doesn't really like roast dinners. So every year we have something stupid. The first year we lived together, we had a Mexican Christmas and we had tacos and chimichangas. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then last year we had an Italian Christmas and Rich made this sort of awesome meatball pasta bake thing. And uh, and this year we're going Cajun and we're making a gumbo. Ooh, very brave. Yeah, it could turn you out to be... I've never made a gumbo before in my life, so... Uh, so could... you'd save it till Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We could end up just going round the corner to the pub at the bottom of the street and getting a really expensive dinner there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a Last go. Resort. Yeah, I might even try and be really brave and make some cornbread, but I don't think I'm, don't think I'm there yet. I'm rambling again. <laughs> Bye, yeah, listeners. Sorry. Bye. <laughs>
along those lines. So deck those halls, trim those trees, raise up.